Greetings! Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke, and we are just a couple days past the trade deadline. We've got a bunch of stuff to go over, and we're using a new microphone today, so hopefully it doesn't sound like complete garbage. I can't guarantee any of that, but uh, where there's hope, there's a dope like me. So, I uh, hope everybody had a good trade deadline. It was pretty interesting. We saw Zach Greinke get moved. Love the move. You know, I just traded for him in the league uh, last week. So hopefully that'll work out for me. I think it will. I think I mentioned that trade. I traded Brad Hand and uh, Dallas Keuchel for uh, for Greinke. Loving it. I can't be any happier with that trade. Because uh, Keuchel did not look good in his last start out. Uh, email me, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. If you have a question about minor leaguers coming up, I probably have no idea. If you have a question about uh, how to make a trade and get your team moving up the ladder, I can definitely help you with that. Uh, we'll do a little bit of talking today about that stuff and how to get you uh, jump in a few categories and you know hopefully get you out of 6th and 7th and up into 3rd, 2nd, and maybe even 1st, God willing. Uh, let's talk about my teams real quick because I'm sure that's why everybody's here to listen, to see how I'm doing, especially in the Joes League where... It'll surprise, it'll surprise absolutely nobody that I'm in uh, sixth place with 70 points. Yep. It's my league. I'm in sixth with 70 points for like the seventh week in a row. My Roto teams made, made quite a push. I'm getting a lot, of, uh, a lot of bounce back from some of the guys that I've traded for. J.D. Martinez, I own him. I own him really a, a lot. Let me see. Let me look up real quick how much I own him. Uh, but while I'm doing that, uh, Mookie Betts has been great for me. I've had some good pitching, and it's helped me climb up. I mean, we got we got my man Jose Ramirez kind of out of the funk. See, J.D. Martinez is at 58 overall now. I have him on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven shares of J.D. Martinez. <laughs> seven. I think I drafted him in two. So I, I've been making moves for him. And really, if he does well, my teams are just going to destroy. There's, I mean, if he gets on a J.D. Martinez run... It's going to be hard to stop me in any of these leagues. So he's been doing really well the last month. He's actually on my good list. So he's helped me move up. And really every league except Average Joe's because I don't have him on that one. First, second, third, seventh, and second. That's a big improvement for anybody who's been listening since the beginning of the season. So let me just explain. Last year, I had a couple teams that were down in like 10th, 11th until right, right now. And I moved up one of those into the money. I think the other one finished fourth. So there's there's play there's there's ways to move up. It's not a lost cause because you're going to have teams in the league that are dropping out already. You know, you're going to have teams that aren't participating, aren't changing their rosters and they're going to fall. So you can pick up points pretty easily. And some of these guys who are in first or second, they're going to be so far ahead in some of these categories that no one's going to be able to catch them, but you can catch up the people behind them. You can catch up the people that are in like 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th in that in that category. And, and run them down and pass them and, and make money. So my first, second, third, and second teams, those are all doing great. Being carried by pitching, being carried by JD, Mookie, uh, doing well. Mike Trout's been doing doing well for me. Cooney's been doing well. Made some great trades. And I made a couple more trades that I'll talk to you about in just a second. So those are my roto teams. My head-to-head teams are all still crushing. I have one that's in fifth. They've had two bad weeks in a row. So I went from like second to fifth. I'm playing the team in last this week. So I'm probably gonna win seven to two or eight to two. 
So at least I'll be able to solidify myself moving forward. The team is not that great. Um, but again, just got to get in, get in the playoffs, win that first round so we can play for some money. It's not going to have a bye week. The other ones should all have bye weeks, which is freaking remarkable. Uh, let's talk about some of the trades I made here. I made two trades the last week, and they were big, big trades. I traded Pete Alonzo and Madison Bumgarner for J.D. Martinez and Trey Mancini. Now, this trade, I mean, I, I don't really care about Mancini. He's a solid player. I would have made it for Alonzo and Bumgarner just for J.D. He threw Mancini in. Mancini's a top 100 player. I'll take it. And, you know, J.D.'s going to be better than Alonzo. Alonzo's been terrible. Uh, Bumgarner, I don't know. I think I can find Bumgarner off the wire. I mean, if you have Zach Gallon, you have a better Bumgarner right now. So I think I'll be able to find a pitcher the last month or two here to fill in and, and, and do at least Madison Bumgarner, you know, Madison Bumgarner-like. The key there was J.D. Because I do believe he's going to outproduce Pete Alonso by quite a bit. So that was one trade. And then just uh, yesterday, I traded Marcus Simeon and Taylor Rogers for Trey Turner. Actually, that was two days ago. So it's still pending now. That team is in, I think, I think that's the one that's in third. I think they're in third, but they're like a two in steals. So getting Trey Turner there will, will should really help me. Because really, if you're looking to move up, write this down. If you're looking to move up, the two best categories to move up in are wins and stolen bases. They're the easiest ones. They're the ones that are most closely packed together. I mean, ERA and WHIP are going to be pretty tight. You know, whip. You're gonna have guys with like one one four to one one seven. You're gonna have like five or six teams, but it's it's not as easy. I mean, you start a pitcher and get blown up, and all of a sudden you're way off. So getting a steel specialist can help you. Malik Smith right now, you know, I he's not doing. He's doing all right. He's hitting. He's leading off, which is all that you need from a steel specialist. So if you can go out and get Malik Smith for you know a, a, a halfway decent closer or something, because we'll talk about closers in a minute too. So if you can go out and get a Malik Smith, you can move up, you know, three or four or five points in steals from one one guy. It can it if he steals two bases a week, you you you're doing great. So you're gonna catch up in those categories. So if you're sitting at like 72 points overall and you're in like fifth, you'd gain four or five points. Now you're in 76, 77. That's third place territory right there. Really important. Stolen bases and wins coming down the stretch. Are going to really help you move up. If you you know if you're trying to get home runs, you could jump a team maybe, but home runs are so spread out, and, and RBIs and runs are so spread out that it's going to be hard to really make a run at at three or four or five points in that category. You may jump a team or two, but you're not going to be able to jump four or five or six teams. Saves is kind of the same thing. Now, saves saves is, is similar to wins, but saves are, can be a little bit more spread out because now no no starting pitchers are getting wins. So saves is kind of similar. If you can load up your team with saves, you can move up. You're not going to get the upper echelon because those teams that are in first, second, and third in that category, they have four or five closers already. And the guys who are in the bottom have one or two and maybe just lost a closer or or they they gave up, you know. They have two closers that are injured and two guys that are starting. So if you load your team up with these guys that just, just became closers in the last couple of days, you can vault yourself up that category as well. So the two easiest ones, stolen bases... Wins. Wins is really the easiest one. Wins, stolen bases, and saves in that order. That's where you can make up ground. If you can really start pushing your way forward in those three categories, you can climb that leaderboard easily. Head-to-head, -head, I mean, a category is a category. 
you know, it's it, if you win it, you win it. You know, it's not it's not as quite as same as uh, as roto. So roto, that's you know, go for those categories, move your way up. Uh, if you want to just bail out on a category, I, I never recommend that, even in something like saves, where I trade closers all the time. But you know, if you're gonna bail out on a category, at least you know, at least make sure you're solidifying wins and steals, or or you're you're bailing out of one to improve you in the other. If you're already a last in saves and you have one closer, then you're going to trade that guy for Malik Smith or a frontline starter. You know, if, if you're sitting there with Shane Green right now, he's the only closer you got and you're in last, then deal Shane Green and go get Malik's or go get Patrick Corbin or somebody that can really help you. Zach Gallen, you know, somebody on the stretch that can help you move up in wins. Uh, maybe pick up some strikeouts, maybe lower your whip a little bit or your ERA a little bit, you know. So don't just trade your save guy for a masher when you're not going to be able to move up in that category. Make sense? All right. Whew. Moving on. Good, the bad, Novato. It's a whole bunch of players we got in the good here, and a lot of these guys are going to be targets. Zach Wheeler, Will Smith, the catcher, Anthony Rendon, Tatis Jr., Vlad Jr., Zach Gallen, Ronald Acuna, Jose Ramirez, who's finally Jose Ramirez again, Jose Barrios, Yu Darvish, who looks like he's got it figured out, uh, Zach Greinke, Justin Verlander, J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, Goldie, who's Goldie again. Daniel Murphy's been doing really well. Uh, Steven Strasburg, who I hate, has been crushing it. Uh, Starling Marte's been doing really good. Danny Santana's been doing really good. Jack Flaherty's been ace-like. Garrett Cole is an ace. And uh, Marcus Simeon, who I just traded away and who's vastly underrated, uh, round out my good list. The bad list is also pretty long. We have Elvis Andrews, who hasn't hit a lick the last month. Eduardo Escobar, who's slowing way down. So he's a guy to sell. If you could trade Escobar and go get you know, a, a, go get Rendon or Arenado, you may have to package him with a closer, but that's okay because hopefully you picked up a bunch of these closers on the wire. Uh, Josh Hader's been getting hit pretty good. Hunter Pence is, is just terrible. David Price has been hit, getting hit around. Whit Merrifield, Bryce Harper is slowing down. Kenley Jansen is not himself. Uh, Pete Alonzo not doing great. You know he's hitting like a buck forty the last month. Reese Hoskins is also not. I mean I like Reese Hoskins a lot. Man, he just can't seem to get it going. And uh, somebody else who I wrote down I can't read. Kyle Hendricks is that who it is? Can't be. Oh, Liam Hendricks. <laughs> Hendricks. Who the hell is Hendricks? Liam Hendricks about ready to lose his job. If you have Liam Hendricks, he's time to sell. If you can go out and get Blake Trinan, go get him. Trinan's had like I don't know five or six or seven straight straight starts without a run, so or straight appearances without a run. So go get them. And the Votto list, we got Justin Upton, who's terrible. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, who yeah, he might not even come back to play. I don't know. Uh, Jake Odorizzi, Wade Davis, Josh Bell, Chris Archer, Wilson Ramos, and uh, Matt Chapman's been doing terrible as well. Some of these guys have hope, like Matt Chapman has hope. I have hope for him. Uh, I have hope for Upton. If he gets on a little hot streak, he might do all right. I have hope for Stanton that he comes back and gives me, you know, gives three weeks of, my, of Giancarlo Stanton quality. Everybody else on that list is is, is freaking done. So some guys to buy. Uh, Nick Castellanos after the wire hit second the other day. You know, I think his first game with the Cubs hit second, so that's great for him. Uh, I would be looking for him. Uh, Zach Wheeler. Mike Clevenger, Carlos Martinez, he's going to be the closer the rest of the way. And he's been pretty good. Justin Verlander, James Paxton. Paxton is a guy you could have him throw him in. If you have Shane Green and you need something, you need, you know, you need, uh, 
you need a what the hell, Danny Santana, or you need a, a little bit of speed. Package him with uh, James Paxton. Help yourself out in both categories. Maybe you get a rebound from Paxton. Mookie Betts, buy him. Buy as much as you can. Same with Mike Trout. Buy, buy, buy. I've been saying it for weeks for Trout. Mookie Betts, buy, buy, buy. Alex Bregman's been slumping. Go get him. Alberto Montesi will be back sometime. Uh, so you might get a discount on him. I wouldn't overpay. I wouldn't pay face value for him. Uh, Blake Trinan, like I just said a minute ago, go get him. Max Scherzer, it's going to be tough to get him. I mean, it's it's a iffy situation with his upper back. I don't know who I would possibly trade for him. Maybe Chris Paddock and somebody. Try that. You know, float that out there. I'm not trading Garrett Cole for him. I'm not trading Justin Verlander for him. I mean, I'm not trading, I don't know, Chris Sale maybe? Chris Sale for, for Scherzer straight up? That'd be great. That'd be a good offer. You know, Chris Sale and somebody like Trey Mancini. Throw him a little bit. Throw him a little bone, you know, a little sweetener. I think that's a pretty fair offer because Sales look pretty lost. Uh, Javier Baez, go get him. You know he's a, he's the kind of guy that if he gets on a hot streak, he's going to carry you the entire way. He can he can mash with the best of them. So go get him when he's on a little down streak. He will go back up. Jacob Degrom, go get him. Uh, Patrick Corbin, he's the really a, the best frontline starter I can think of off the top of my head that can can help you. You know, win head to head with his strikeouts and wins, and in, in, in his count in his uh, ERA and WHIP. And Roto, he can help you catch up in wins and strikeouts uh, while helping you really across the board. So, and he's not really that expensive right now because he hasn't had like, a lights out year yet. But he, he, I feel like he's going to get on a run. Corbin's a guy I'm going after. JD might be a little late to go get him. And Zach Gallen, you can get Zach Gallen in a trade for you know Shane Green for Zach Gallen. And James Paxton, great. Something like that. I mean, Zach Gallon right now is not, he had a couple good starts in a row, but he could be lightning in a bottle here down the stretch. And I'm willing to trade a little bit for him, just like I was with Jordan Alvarez. He's still hitting. So I think Zach Gallon's the real deal. I'm willing to trade some pieces for him. I'm not going to give up the farm, but I'd, I'd be willing to trade for him. Josh Hader is iffy. I don't know if I want to buy or sell him. I'm kind of kind of, kind of confused. I think I would sell him, but you're not going to get a lot of value for him. You know, I, I think that if he keeps struggling, they may just move him back to 6th, 7th, and 8th inning duty and and, and, and stick, uh, stick somebody else in there in the ninth. So I think Hader's value down the stretch might be might be a little bit low. If you can get top dollar from Hader, I'd ship him. But if someone's going to come at you you know, with Trey Mancini straight up or, uh, I don't know, like Jose Leclerc for Hader or something, you know, I'd pass on it. But top dollar, he's gone. Guys to sell, Josh Bell, Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers is interesting because I have him on like three or three teams now, three or four teams. Traded them on one, and I've been sending out offers left and right with Taylor Rogers. I really feel like Minnesota is going to try to try to squeeze in Sergio Romo and Sam Dyson. And we saw yesterday, Dyson came in for a save and got annihilated. I think even though Rogers is by far the best, he's still going to get saves. If it's you know three right-handers in the ninth, they may put in Romo. He's good against righties. So I think Taylor Rogers' value is not going to be as high the rest of the year as it was the past month or so. So I'm looking to trade him. Pete Alonzo, I have traded him. And I'd continue to look to trade him. Maybe he'll rebound in, in, in September or end of August, you know, but he's been terrible for a month. I think it might be like, in my opinion, three or four more homers the rest of the year, five more homers, but a, maybe six, but a terrible average. I don't think he's just going to hit. I think, I think it's all power and average is going to be just way, way down. But then again, I'm wrong all the time. So, who knows? Chris Paddock, I'm selling. 
Hunjin Ryu, I'm selling. Steven Strasburg, I'm selling because I hate him. That's the only reason why. He's been doing great. If Strasburg, Strasburg for uh, Max, I'd make that trade. I'd take Max. You know, it, it, it's you're getting Max at a discount and you're getting Strasburg at an all-time high. Charlie Morton has probably not a lot of value left, uh, but if you could package Morton and somebody together to go upgrade, you know, Morton and somebody to go get Corbin, do it. Uh, Starling Marte. Is that Starling Marte I said in there? It's not Starling Marte. It's somebody else. I can't read my own writing. Golly, I'm terrible. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, Luis Castillo. I'm still selling. He had a great start last time out. And, you know, maybe people think he's back. You know, he, oh, he had a couple rough starts, but now he's back. I'd still try to sell him. Uh, Max Muncy. I'm always trying to sell guys that can go into, like, prolonged slumps. So, I mean, Muncy could just, like, blank out. For the next six weeks, you know, it, it, just never know with him. Or you could just tear it up for the next six weeks. But somebody that's at inconsistent, I'd rather go out and trade for consistency, especially since he's been doing really, really well. I'd rather him package him and somebody and go get somebody like Rendon all day long. And Marcus Simeon, I'm selling just because he can't possibly keep it up, can he? He just can't. It really bothered me. I can't read that writing. Maybe I tried to write Morton again. God, what an idiot I am. All right, some waiver guys that I'm looking at. I mean, all closers. You need to be hitting that wire looking for all these guys that could possibly get saves. Archie Bradley, Jose LeClerc. I picked him up again yesterday, Jose LeClerc. I have him on like seven or eight teams. Uh, let me tell you about Bradley. I, wa I was, was I watching the game. I was following the game, maybe on ESPN or whatever, and I noticed that Hirano came in and didn't do well, and the other guy, Yoan, was it Yoan Lopez, came in, didn't do well. And I saw, enter the ninth, Archie Bradley. And I picked him up across the board. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams. I have Archie Bradley on nine teams. That's what you have to do. You have to be active. If you're not going to be active, you know, then you're going to miss out. I mean, you can still make some gains, but you're going to miss out when it's all of a sudden it's closer turmoil. Usually happens twice a year. Now and, you know, the end of uh, the waiver deadline, now it's only once. So you need to go out and get all these guys. And even their backups. You know, you're speculating right now. It's still it's still turmoil. You know, the wave has crashed. We're still trying to sort out the pieces. So we have Archie Bradley, Jose LeClerc, who's the closer now, uh, Justin Schaefer, who I'm picking up because Ken Giles has got elbow problems. You know, his elbow's a little iffy. He's supposed to come back this weekend. I'm picking up Schaefer. You never know with elbow stuff with Giles. Uh, Anthony Bass in Seattle. Jarlin Garcia. Yeah. And Joe Jimenez. All these guys I'm picking up. Anybody, I mean, you might even want to pick up, uh, you know, the backups. Any of the guys in the bullpen who have decent ERAs and high strikeout totals. Just look. Who do the Mariners have with high strikeout totals? Pick them up. If you're struggling for saves, you know, go grab all these guys. Go speculate. Watch the games. You know, Keep an eye on that scoreboard, and when the Marlins are up by three runs, see who comes in the ninth inning. You know, see who pitches the seventh and eighth inning. Speculate. Get out ahead. You need to be on the ball to get some of these closers. And all these guys, I mean, there's going to be more turmoil coming because they're going to put people in the in the role like Nick Anderson, who who maybe he gets some save opportunities in Tampa Bay. You know, so grab him. Speculate on him. Maybe he goes out there and gets hammered, and you drop him. Uh, let's see some of the guys in the wire to add. I got Adam Duvall, who, while he's on a heater, go pick him up. Michael Pineda, 
he's been doing really, really well. I mean, he's a guy you want to pick up and hold on to. Will Smith, the catcher, if he's still available, he's a guy that if you can grab him, if somebody has two catchers, if they have, you know, if they have Contreras or Real Muto and they grabbed him, you can make a trade for Will Smith. I would. If you're if you're sitting there with, uh, you know, one of the uh, the ninth or tenth or eleventh best catcher, if you have Buster Posey, I'm trying to trade for Will Smith. Uh, Austin Nola, Cal Quantrill in certain spots, uh, Jesus Aguilar who got moved. We'll talk about some trade the trade deadline in just a second. But Jesus Aguilar, Kyle Gibson, Kevin Gaussman, Gio Gonzalez, these pitchers that I'm mentioning. A lot of them are going to be matchup dependent. Gaussman's matchup dependent. Gio's matchup dependent. Uh, Gio Ursula. Uh, Bo Bichette, if he's still there, he's worth a flyer for sure. He looks good. Jesse Winker looks like he's got it turned around a little bit. Willie Calhoun can flat out mash. So if you are in a head-to-head league especially, I'm grabbing some of these mashers, win some of these categories. Even in a roto league, if you're, you know, to keep up or to try to, try to gain a spot, Willie Calhoun's a great add. Scott Olberg, because uh, he, he's going to be the next in line in Colorado. Sean Manea. He uh, should be back here soon. He may give you a boost down the stretch. Alex Wood. If Alex Wood goes on a heater, you're looking at a K and inning guy. And Fran Mill Reyes. Now, some of the guys that I'm looking at in the trade deadline, Fran Mill Reyes is now going to play every day. Yasiel Puig's going to play every day. So they can be started. Fran Mill Reyes, I'm not sure how he's going to adjust to the American League. You know, he's probably going to be a DH, maybe some outfield, but probably a DH. He's worth a flyer for sure. Uh, Jesus Aguilar. I picked him up on a couple teams just because I want to see if he's going to start. If he's going to play every day. If he's going to respond to the move. You know, maybe it just needed a change of scenery. Maybe he needed someone to have confidence in him, you know. Because if he goes on a heater, remember last year, he was destructive at the plate. So you're looking at a guy who could hit freaking 12, 12, 15 home runs the next two months. If he's, if he's right and got it figured out. Uh, all these relievers I'm looking at. I really like Zach Gallon getting moved to Arizona. That's why I'm, I'm trying to buy on him. If you can grab Zach Gallon, I would for sure. I mean, Arizona's a decent team. They can win. And they have the humidor there. They got a decent offense. I think he could have a nice stretch. Uh, who else you got? Obviously, Zach Greinke. I feel like if you're struggling, then I, I'd move him right now. If you're struggling. Because he's got all the hype going behind him. And if you have glaring needs elsewhere... If you're in a head-to-head league and your team is, you know, down there in seventh or eighth or ninth or something, and you have Greinke, I'd be moving them. Look for some pieces because one starter is not going to matter really for you in a head-to-head league. You need to, you know, address other issues. So he's a guy that I would move if I was struggling. In a roto league, he can really help. You know, help you with your with your, with your percentages, help you with wins, uh, Ks. They're not not bad. So I'd want to hang on to him, but again. He's riding the hype train right now. Everybody's just going to Houston. He's going to be the next Verlander. He's going to turn it around. He's going to be so dominant. So if you could grab, if you could grab Sale, and man, I don't even know. Sale and like Bregman, maybe or Corbin and Bregman for uh, for Greinke and I don't know a decent hitter. You know, Greinke and uh, maybe maybe Taylor Rogers, Greinke and. Uh, man, I don't know. Marcus Simeon? I don't know. Somebody in that category. I mean, Greinke's like a, been like a top 15 player. So he's way up there. People still think Sale's going to be a, you know, a top 15 player, but he's he's struggling. So depends on how the other person values their team. But somebody like Sale and Bregman for Greinke and a couple smaller pieces, that's a great trade You know, if, if you're struggling. If you're in first, I'm not trading away Greinke. I'm going to ride him to the championship. I'm going to ride him all the way in, you know? But... 
if you're if you're struggling and you need to move up, Granky is time right now. It's a trade, especially before the trade deadline comes for your fantasy leagues. I mean, I think most of them are on the tenth or the eleventh. I think there's some that get pushed back to the thirty first, but they're going to start coming here on the tenth or eleventh. So you need to solidify your team pretty quickly here in order to make that run. So some of these trades you need to move on. You don't want you can't afford Granky to. Uh, you know, you can't say, oh, I'm going to sit back and wait till he wins a couple starts and, and build him up. You need to move now. You know, obviously, Greinke hasn't helped you so far. He's helped you in the seventh, but you need to go out and get some pieces to get up there. Go try to grab, jeez, uh, go try to grab Ronald Acuna. You know, go get that speed and power because you, you're going to need to move. Go try to grab Merrifield and somebody else, and JD. Uh, Merrifield and uh, who the hell else did you get? Maryfield and Baez, you know, go get some of these pieces that are struggling a bit that can help you turn it around. You have to move up. You have to make trades to move up, you know, unless you can go out and get some of these closers off the wire. You know, bombing your team with these closers like I have, like I have like six, seven of these guys now on my teams, gives you flexibility as well. Taylor Rogers, I'm trying to trade him away. I even offered Brad Hand on a team where I picked up like five of these guys. And I'm assuming that two or three are going to stick. I'm hoping that two or three are going to stick. You know, like Joe Jimenez, uh, he, he needs to stick. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm in trouble. Archie Bradley, the same thing. So if they if they stick, I can afford to trade a Brad Hand. So I'm looking to move some established closers. A save is a save. It doesn't matter who gets it. So if I could trade a Brad Hand and go out and get, you know, a frontline player, a great starter, or a frontline hitter who may be struggling a little bit, or, or two good pieces you know, that I'm doing that because I have the saves that I need. You know, I have enough. I've picked up enough saves, hopefully, to move up. So closers can be expendable once you've gobbled up all of those uh, possibilities, all the all the speculation is done, and you have them all on your team, or you're 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 watching the, the box scores quickly, or watching the what is it, watching the games or watching the draft cast or whatever they call them, game cast on ESPN. You're you're paying attention, so you're speculating on who's coming in the ninth. You know, so you can pick it up ahead of time. Helps you give your closers more value. It helps you give you more flexibility to trade some of those closers. Whew, man, that was a long show. Drop me an email. Fantasy at yahoo.com. Fantasy at yahoo.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any advice on trades. Who should you pick up? Maybe maybe some uh, guys you might want to stream in the coming week. Uh, I can do my best to help you out. Send me your league. Send me, you know, your standings. There's uh, very little chance I can't help you. Because, again, trades trades are my specialty. So from now until the next, you know, until the deadline, I'm going to be crushing my teams. I'm going to be crushing the trades. And when the deadline passes, my teams are going to soar. And they're already starting to do well. So email me. I'll give you a little bit of that. Average Joe's, average Joe's good luck, good luck rub. <laughs> And uh, hopefully the new mic sounded pretty good. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you guys are doing well. Average Joe's out.